Hello everyone, my name is Omotoke and thank you for joining me on another episode of Financial Literacy for Women. If this is your first time of listening to my podcast ever, thank you so much. And if you have been listening for a while now, I don't take it for granted. Like I do say, I don't take it for granted. And please don't forget to always share content with with people. Yes, with people. Today is an episode of Financial Literacy for Women and I'll be talking about lessons I've learned in a financial literacy book after I left reading a while ago. To be honest, one thing I really appreciate in any financial literacy book is that it should be whatever you're giving me should be relatable. If it has not happened to me before, if the life scenarios, if the scenarios, the examples you are you give in your book has not happened to me before, it should have happened to someone I know or maybe something I've seen. You get and something like that. This is practical. I don't want to struggle with any financial advice. What's the main thing? If you're giving advice and I'm struggling with the implementation, especially something that has to do with money, it should not be like that. I don't really believe things should be like that. And this is the number one thing I like about this book. Total Money Makeover by David Ramsey. So practical. And life scenarios, real life scenarios, examples, what people have experienced, what families have experienced, you know, how they try to get out of that on all these status, on all the financial status, how they try to move from on all the financial status to early financial status, how, how their journey was like, how they struggled with certain things, but how they overcame at last. Yes, because... A makeover is to make you look so nice, so good. When you want to get a makeover, like you want to, like you want to look elderly, you want to look sweet, you want to look awesome. Yeah, that's what a makeover is all about. So, the book is about making your financial life look cool, elderly. Yes, elderly. So the number two lesson I learned is that money management, right? Money, the way you spend your money, the way you take care of your money, the way, the way you buy things is 80% of character and 20% of your knowledge and the, of the knowledge you have, really. So no matter how much you read books, you read books, you go for um, lectures, how to get rid of debt and everything. It depends on your character. If you see that it is impossible for you to do some certain things, what are you waiting for? What are, you're just wasting your time, right? If you see that, if if your personality is so pessimistic in certain things that you like, I don't see this happening. I don't see myself getting rid of this debt in next one year. Then I'm sorry, you're wasting your time. So that is why the the author did see that. Okay, this money thing, this money management thing, this eighty percent of your character. How well you want to do it? How but yeah, people say, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want an elderly financial life? How bad do you want to ensure that you take care of your money? You ensure that you have a good financial life. How bad do you want it really? Within you, do you think you're up to the game? Do you think, are you ready to go for it? All right? So 80% of character and 20% of knowledge. The third thing I understand I learned from this book is that if you are rich, if you are poor, if you don't have enough, 
it doesn't mean you should not have a financial process what is financial process it just deals with how you manage your funds really the process you take you know some people if let's say you are an employee you get your salary what's the first thing you do yes what is the first thing you do with your money when you get a salary what is the second thing you do what is the third thing you do you know some people before they even end your salary they would have they would have a a budget right this is my budget this is what i want to do with my money this now i want to i want to save this amount this percentage i want to i want to buy this kind of things i need to pay my rent whatever so they have a plan already some people they don't have a plan but when they have the salary when they get the salary they begin to plan it's okay if it works for you that's that's all right really so one thing like i mentioned the thought in the is that you have to you need to have a financial process and this financial process must work when you have money and when you don't have money you understand what i'm trying to say like let's say your financial process is before i get my salary i write out my budget right i spend this i save this 20 percent i spend this 30 percent i do whatever maybe savings for investment is 20 percent savings for savings to my emergency fund is is how much 10 percent whatever to make 100 percent really so this is how this is how your process is like a summary of your process financial process this process must work when you have money and when you don't have money right so because you have money now does not mean you should involve yourself in doing certain things that's when you know that okay if i get a cut in my pay or this part of my business does not bring this kind of fun to me i will be in a mess so the best thing is for you to ensure that your financial process will work for you in the good and the bad time and trust me it is even worse if you don't have a financial process at all then you have to sit yourself down and have to think about how did i get here how, how do i go about it so a financial process is very important and this financial process how you spend your money how you manage your money how you get more income that is what financial process is all about it must work for you in good and bad times which is why the fourth lesson i learned is that you should live below your means imagine when you have so much so much and you don't overspend that means when you have so little you won't overspend you won't even dare overspend do you understand i'm not talking about you make from having hundred hundred thousand dollars you move from having hundred thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars it might not even be like that it might just be like oh this you have three sources of incomes and that happens to be that one source of income did not give you revenue as expected did not give you income as expected this month all right so that's like a reduction in what you have with you so if you have been spending if you have been cautioning yourself with everything you buy before you won't really have a problem when this third source of income did not generate anything this month right that's just it so that's why overspending is is a no-no like this is what you should imagine whenever you want to spend money right whenever you want to buy anything say you want to buy a car 
just ask yourself can i buy two of these cars can I, if the car is ten thousand dollars and you're like okay so i want to buy this ten thousand this ten thousand dollar car is not really a big deal you think it's not a big deal for you that's okay now think about it can you buy two cars what ten thousand dollars that's twenty thousand dollars can you afford twenty thousand dollars without your income without your income suffering for it and if the answer is no the best option for you is is just for for you to go for a car that is lower than ten thousand dollars which you know you can afford which you know that if you want to buy two of the cars that is less than ten thousand dollars you won't even suffer for you won't even feel it yes that is when you measure that you are not overspending so the other options i learned is that you should never save a loan don't be people that save a loan people that just save a loan because i imagine this this type this phase we are in the world right now how much interest will be on your savings how much interest i mean it's not even up to five percent the best scenario ever i can think of right now is five percent per annum and i'm not even sure that any bank will give five percent per annum I don't think so so don't save alone what you're saving if you're saving imagine we i've talked about imagine saving for emergency friend in one of the episodes of financial literacy for women you might want to listen to that emergency fund is different you say for emergency fund you don't really touch it but if you're saving for investment it's better you divert as much when you have enough going to invest investment is like sending your money on, on an errand you get more when you invest although some people do not want to get into much risk but i think that for every potential investor there is an investment that meets your risk appetite so either you are risk averse or a risk lover there's always an investment for you so you just have to know the investment to go for the best option is Send your money on an errand, whatever you have saved up, invest it, okay? So that your money can get more money for you. You know when people say that don't work, don't um don't work hard, work smart. I'm like, okay, some of us work hard, then we work smart too, right? Working smart for me is when you send your money on an errand to get money for you. Yeah, that's being smart. So this other lesson talks about debt. That's debt loan, whether you have a loan or something. In this book, I learned that whatever debt you have, if you have money to clear it off, just clear it off. Don't say that this loan is 0.10% interest on it. There's 0.10% interest and that means it's, the cost is really, really, really low. So you can carry it as long as you want. Don't say that because really... Debt is not good for your financial status, really. Whatever you are using, if you are using it to boost your credit, credit score or not. And it's even strange having debt to, to boost your credit score. The best option is you have money to pay the debt off. Just clear it off. Clear it off. Debt is still debt either with 0.10% interest rate or with 
25% interest rate per month. It's still debt you need to clear it off. So do well to clear it off as 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 fast as possible when you have the money. Another lesson, which is the last lesson I'll be talking about on this episode, is that for you to learn from this book, this is one thing you have to know. You have to know what is your problem first. Yes, your financial problem. What are you seeking to solve? More like what are you seeking to know in the book? What are you looking forward to know? It's like you setting a goal for yourself. Like this is what I, what I want to achieve in this book, from this book. This is what I want to learn. This is how I want to. And once you know your problem, once you know your financial problem, once you set your goal, once you see a way in achieving it in the book, how you can go about solving the financial problem, it's clicked immediately. Unlike when you don't even, you're not even sure of yourself. You're not even sure of, I think sometimes we're not sure of ourselves, really. We're not sure. And when we start learning, when we start reading, when we are exposed to certain things, we discover. But even if you're not sure of yourself, know that you're not sure of your problem. That's just it. Know your state, your status. Like, this is where I am right now. This is what I seek to know. If, if you are confused, you know, I want clarity. Do you understand? So you have to know the problem you want to solve, your financial problem you want to solve, so that when you read the financial book, when you read the book, you'll be able to solve it. You'll be able to know and learn how to solve the problem. All right, this is me. Yeah, I'll be stopping here, really. I've shared lessons I've learned in the financial book called Sister Money Makeover by David Ramsey. And I hope you have learned something from this episode. Don't forget to share content with family and friends and anyone really want to share with. Just post on social media platforms and people can click to listen. Alright now, this is Omotoka saying bye for now and have a fabulous life.